We've got hey, some I'm Luis. Doing some and I'm Luis. And you're listening before. to the Content what? is Profit <laughs> podcast. We spent the last four years learning the strategies and techniques from some of the top marketers in the world on how to create content that turns into profit. If you'd like to learn more about how to turn your content into profit, go to contentisprofit.com. All right. Guys, today we have a former NCAA athlete what? that turns years of setback into a five-figure launch day following his passion. How oh, awesome is man, that? Man, this is so sweet. I, I can't wait to bring him on. But, you know, guys, before we get started, if you're listening, please, please, please don't forget to subscribe. Go ahead, smash that subscribe button. The content is profit podcast and if you're watching us live on facebook go ahead follow the page and again go back to the podcast because the audio is so much juicy quality so good oh, yeah man. and if you want to support us guys please the only thing we're asking right now please share it with your business owner friends that they can get real value out of it oh so awesome well today's guest is quite a character we first met him at this live event and we thought his journey and niche was quite unique and interesting yeah, he created an amazing solution to one of men's biggest and most feared problems. Not only that, but he created a community of almost 500 people around his promise. But it wasn't always that easy. He faced huge setbacks along his journey, but a couple of weeks ago, he had a major breakthrough. So today's guest became a millionaire at 29. He played football on a scholarship with Michigan State. Whew. And his superpower is to stop and reverse men's hair loss while giving hope. Heck yeah! Introducing the hair loss expert, author, founder of Adigen, and real life Johnny Bravo, Mr. John Goss! John, welcome. This is so exciting. We are so excited to have you here. <laughs> bro, that's that's history in my book, bro. That's the best intro I've ever had in my entire <laughs> life, man. You guys are killing it. I love it. Thank you guys so much for having me. Of course, man. Uh, it's such a pleasure because, you know, we, we met you, what, maybe a couple months ago. I can't even remember. Five, ah, it's like time flies, right? But uh, we, I remember like seeing you on that on that event and first off you know we're like i'm five seven and you're like seven <laughs> feet tall so i'm like what's up man how you doing <laughs> and uh you were just so nice man you had like this super cool like leather jacket and i'm like what's up like tell me my tell me your story like what's up so um that's that's how we want to get started right like who who is john goss and like what you know what are you doing now and again we're gonna explore this and and get into it yeah, man. Well, uh, first of all, I love what you guys are doing, man. I'm a huge fan of your show. I'm a huge fan of both of you guys. And uh, I think it's super rare. Uh, you guys are in a really unique situation doing this together as brothers. And, uh, dude, I just love watching your journey. So I'm humbled and honored to be on the show. Um, and, yeah, they're super pumped. So I can promise you, uh, yeah, man, I can promise you that I never uh, intended to be on a podcast uh, or <laughs> wanted to be known as the hair loss guy or be selling hair loss products. I can promise you that's the case. <laughs> you're, you're making I can promise such a, you. I can, it's such a cool thing though. Like you're like, you're providing yeah. a, a, a real solution and you know, we'll get into this and obviously like what that roller coaster looks like, but yeah, sorry to interrupt. I, I'm just so excited. Oh dude, it's, <laughs> it's a crazy dude. It, 
I mean, it's even hard for me to kind of believe the journey um, that it's taken to get here and the journey that I've gone down to get here. Um, and yeah, man, I mean, the, sh- the, sh- the short story is I've always, um, I was kind of always into my hair, dude. I grew up as a young kid playing sports. I, I tell the girls I was a quarterback in college, but the truth is I was a place kicker. So uh, the quarterback, quarterback story goes over way better, by the way. <laughs> noted, noted. We'll make sure we put them the footnotes. Yeah. Like, he was yeah, yeah, yeah. a quarterback. You know what? That, the problem with that story, it, sorry, the, the problem with that story is that they won't believe me because I have an accent. So they're like, no, you don't even know what football is. I know the other yeah, football, yeah. the soccer. That's funny, man. So, yeah, I, uh, I played soccer growing up. That was like my main sport, and I was always into my hair. Um, and so I had like a, you know, I had like shoulder length hair. I had undercut. I had like a ponytail. Um, and I was literally, I was literally voted best hair my senior year in the high school yearbook. Like Dude. officially. Like I peaked too early. I peaked too early. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so my God. I, I love it. Yeah, bro. So uh, like my hair, I mean, it was genuinely, it was part of my identity. It was like, um, and so I never thought I'd have to worry about hair loss because my my uh, grandfather on my mom's side, so my mom's dad, um, had the most beautiful, like, thick black head of hair you've ever seen his entire life. Uh, and he was, like, known for his hair as well. I mean, the guy was, you know, in his 70s and just rocking this awesome hair. So I always heard growing up that that's who we get our hair genetics from, our, you know, our, our grandfather on our maternal side. So I thought I was good. So I give out the best hair in high school. I uh, I graduated high school, and literally, like, the day after graduation, uh, that summer, I started noticing, like, my... And I didn't even want to believe it, to be honest with you. Like, I didn't even accept the reality of what was happening. Uh, but I, I saw, like, my hair was thinning in, in like, my temples. Um, and it was, like, getting thinner, and it was, like, receding. And I thought that, I'm like, man... Uh, I wonder what's going on. This can't be hair loss. Like the, the thought of hair loss didn't even click in my mind because I thought for sure, like I was bulletproof. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so, yeah. So fortunate to my mom and aunt are both uh, compounding pharmacists. So this is 2001. I graduated high school in 2001. Um, so the, at you know, the current FDA, the only two FDA approved solutions, 2001 and still currently the only two FDA approved solutions. And we'll get into that later. Yeah. We're, Rogaine and Propecia, um, and these are the two uh, FDA-approved drugs. So I got on that right away. I was, you know, my mom and aunt are pharmacists. We have three medical doctors in the family. So I get on these two things. I'm using them religiously, and I keep losing my hair. And I'm like, how in the hell am I still losing my hair? I'm using the FDA. Literally, this is the FDA-approved solution yeah. to hair loss. What in the hell is going on? Um, so I mean, do that led down this crazy journey of trying every hair loss shampoo, every herb. I took oral minoxidil, off-label prescription drugs, um, and after college, um, I got into medical device sales, and um, I was doing pretty well financially, thankfully. So I had some resources to um, to kind of explore. But I, I mean, I, I became obsessed. I was reading every research paper, every NCBI study, um, and so then I started traveling internationally, and I. And I like through my research, I was seeing some things that were available internationally that weren't available in the United States uh, because of the FDA. So I, I, I mean, I literally, I travel all over. I went to South Korea, to Germany. I went to, you know, all around the UK, Canada, China, uh, all just trying to find a solution to my own problem. Yeah. Um, yeah. And through that journey, I thankfully found a solution to, to my hair loss. Um, but I was also exposed and I became aware of what's really going on in the hair loss industry. And that was like wow. super frightening and crazy, to, crazy to find out. So 
Um, so yeah, man, since then I've spent the, you know, the last eight years and I mean, close to a million dollars now, uh, my own money trying to bring this to, to market. And that's a whole journey in itself because it's been the most challenging, crazy, uh, I don't recommend it. Um, <laughs> super, and there's no turning back now. So yeah, that's where we're at. Wow. Like that, that's such a, such a powerful story because I mean, I mean, I remember like the first conversation that we've ever had was you telling me this story and I'm hearing my, in my head, I'm like, wow, like to the level that he's so passionate that he's investing like this amount of resources into following like his like instincts just to find that solution to help so many other people. Because I mean, I can't even think about it. You know, where I mean, look at Fonzie, like his hair, his face is just like hair and a face <laughs> behind it. But it, like, you know, it never crossed our mind, but like, apparently like there's and not apparently like there is like such a big fear here with men. So the fact that you, you own that story, And, and with content, we talked a lot about uh, about about that speci specifically, so they can share with their audience and kind of bond. So, was that like was that point of like sharing that story with your audience? Was that always that easy? Like, or how was that process for you, dude? Um, I mean, it's been it's been an incredible journey. I. So I, I said I was in medical device sales. I did that out of college, and then I got into I had an import export business where I was exporting used medical equipment internationally. Um, so I had a bunch of money, man. I was doing really well financially. I had a penthouse apartment, uh, you know, some luxury cars, and everything was going really well. But I still kind of felt like, gosh, is this all? You know, I grew up, I grew up, you know, middle class. Um, And, you know, like the six figures was like, you know, if you can make six figures, then you're like living. That's like you, you've reached it. And that's like the good life. So I, I kind of reached the goals that I had set for myself and I kind of got there and I felt like there was like I was a little bit disappointed, man. And I felt unfulfilled and I was like, man, is this really all that life has like in store for me? Is this what I'm going to be doing the rest of my life? Yeah. You know, schlepping around medical equipment and nothing wrong with medical sales. Like it, it was a blessing and it afforded me the opportunity to chase this dream. Um, but I, I was like, man, what, you know, what the hell do I want to do with my life? Um, and, uh, and I, I really kind of, I mean, I was in the, I mean, the truth is I was, I, I was selling, we had online, um, we had a, a, a medical grade disinfecting cleaner and I created this website and I'm not a website guy by any stretch, man. I created this ratchet website on Wix.com. <laughs> <laughs> amazing it's, it's taking action like that's a big thing that's amazing okay that's it this, this is literally how it starts guys and it's like man for your listeners i think it's important we have these big wild dreams because this journey has shaped me more than anything man like through this journey it's been probably the best thing it's been the hardest thing but you know we have these big dreams and these big goals and these big aspirations but it's a journey man and it starts really small it starts with just one one decision one action and that'll set you on it Like it's kind of scary in itself because the little actions and the little things that we do, I mean, dramatically shape the future of our, of our life. Um, and I mean, this is just kind of hitting me and it, um, but yeah, I mean, I created this ratchet website on Wix to try to just have a, have a place that people could go order this product. Uh, when we talked about it, right. Like yeah. I didn't even know how to drive traffic to the website, but I was just like, we should have a website, right? Like hey, <laughs> everybody should have a website. <laughs> This is all I knew. This is like, this is it. So get website on Wix and uh, I woke up the next morning 
And I had an email and somebody ordered the product in like middle America. And I was like, I'm not going to cuss on your show. I was like, holy snap. <laughs> you can yeah. do whatever, you can say whatever you want, just so you know. Is yeah, okay? you're good. <laughs> I was like, holy shit, dude, we go. just got to order. This is crazy. I'm like, how did these people find this? I was like, I was money while I was sleeping. I'm like, this is, this is incredible. And I was like, I wish I had a product that I could sell online. But at that point, I was just using the hair products for myself. I didn't even think that I could sell these hair products online, right? So I was, this idea was in my head. I'm like, man, I, I was really, I, I played a lot of college. I, I, I really love golf. And I was like, man, if I could make money online, I could play a lot more golf. And I'm like, damn it, I wish I, I wish I could create some type of product that I could sell online. But I'm like, I'm not an engineer. I'm not a widget. What am I going to make the next, next golf widget? So I kind of just, I didn't, I kind of gave up on the idea. And then about three months later, I'm in the shower washing my hair and using this brush and all the, you know, the routine that I have. And literally the light bulb goes off and, and I'm like, man, I have all this hair stuff. Everybody, I, you know, I help all my friends and my family with this hair stuff that I have. Maybe I could turn that into a product. Um, so I'm like, so I called my buddy. I'm like, hey, dude, I got an idea. And I'm like, we're going to be really rich in like three months, man. Give me three months and we'll have this out. <laughs> and that, that, was, that was like, what, seven years ago? <laughs> eight years. Eight, eight years. years. Ago. Wow. Yeah. wow. Uh, and we just launched, yeah, man, we just literally launched, what, uh, a week ago, a week and a half ago. Um, so, yeah, man, it has been an incredible journey, but that's how it started, man. And, uh, like, I, to be honest with you, I don't know how I, I mean, how I persevered through this. I would I would love to say that it was just resiliency and perseverance, but a lot of it's like, man, I feel like I, like, I don't really have any other options of what I want to do. I feel like I have to see this through. Um, and, uh, so yeah, man, I just been pushing, pushing, pushing and trying to, and there's so many, reg I mean, I, I probably picked the worst and the most challenging business that you could wow. possibly try to create, not only because hair loss, uh, is perceived to be, I mean, so many reasons, hair loss is perceived to be this irreversible problem. There's so many scams on the market because everybody's lying and over promising and under delivering. So, but everybody's got their guard up. Yeah. And then on top of all that, <laughs> you still have to like, there's this huge barriers uh, with the FDA and regulation. Um, and I mean, I, I definitely want to touch on that about what's going yeah. on in the hair loss industry because it's yeah, insane. For sure. like, absolutely insane. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, dude, I'm, something that's resonated with me right now, I'll throw your story. Um, actually, I was listening to a Business Wars, the podcast, right? And I was listening to a story of Starbucks and Howard Schultz. The owner, he, he was in a very similar situation than you were, where he had a really good job making really good money. But he was like, you know what? There's something there's something there. You know, I'm not quite happy with what it is. And and that's when he went and like sick for the people that actually started Starbucks. And that kind of reminds me of you because you are. I mean, you, you weren't happy as well. You're like, there must be something else out there, right? And then you said that you became obsessed. You became obsessed with finding the solution. But it wasn't at first to, like, bring it to everybody. But it was for yourself. You're like, you know what? Like, I need to find this solution. And somewhere along the road, you, you found out that it's like, wow, I can actually help a lot of people with what I'm doing and I mean, I, I, honestly, I love the story of the Ratchet website too. 
Because you know how, how and it, I think it's that first sale that it changes people's belief, right? Yeah. And it changed people's belief on saying, wow, like I can make this happen. I can actually make this work. And I think it not only changes belief for you, but then it changes the belief of the people that are buying from you and in a lot of sense. So it's kind of like a awesome ripple effect that you have been created through through your life. Yeah. Absolutely, bro. Yeah, and it's it's I admire you guys and your listeners are very fortunate because what you, you just said like it's belief. It's belief. It's our it's our belief system. And you know, some of the training that you and I have been exposed to, you know, what happens is we have an experience in our life and then our subconscious mind creates a story around this experience and that becomes a belief. And we repeat that story over and over and we get in the, you know, we, we develop a belief system and I don't care who it is. We all have limited and false beliefs, yeah. including myself, including you guys. And I've, you know, and I've, I've learned a ton through this journey, but what's so cool, what you guys are doing and the power of content, you guys are changing people's beliefs, but like through content and through what you guys are doing on your podcast and technology. I mean, we live in such a, an amazing time because Like, this is how we're able to communicate, we're able to share our stories, and we're able to collaborate with different people to move the human race forward and to change beliefs and mindsets, because what I have realized is that is the foundation to everything. It's our mindset, and it's our belief. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I agree. Uh, 3,000%, yeah. man. <laughs> and I, I, I want to go of, of this of belief, right? Because obviously you need... You needed to have massive belief on what you were pursuing with all the setbacks that you had that that came, you know, your way. So yeah. I think now we're getting a little bit into the the juicy part of like all that FDA that you want to get into. But at the same time, I want to ask, like, as you tell me this story of all the setbacks that you had, right? Like, how was it on the side of your of your customers? Like, because I'm sure you were already documenting and they were waiting for it. They were like, okay, what's happening? Like. Were you documenting this journey? Were you talking to them and letting them know what was happening? Um, how did that all look, right? Like the setbacks and the same way as your customer base that you were creating. Yeah. Um, and guys, everybody that's listening to the show right now, do what these guys tell you to do because I didn't <laughs> do it the right way and I didn't follow this advice. I didn't know this advice. I didn't know what you guys are teaching your audience. So guys, this is gold what you guys are listening here uh, to these guys. Uh, because I, I literally made every single mistake that you can possibly make. Um, like, I don't think you could put a monkey in my role and he would have made less mistakes going through this journey <laughs> than I have. Um, I made so many mistakes uh, from, you know, packaging to like, I mean, dude, I, I, I can't even tell you all the mistakes that I made going through this journey. Um, What's amazing, but, though, is that you're here man and you had the yeah. success so we have to celebrate that for sure i didn't want to like Dude, sure. interrupt the story amen. i just want to like acknowledge yeah. that because that's a big thing yeah but here's what's powerful here's what's powerful is and this is something that i didn't know that i wish i would have known when i was younger especially uh but even when i was starting this journey is failure is part of the requirement for success um and failure failure there's no such thing It's failure, first of all. Failure is is feedback. Um, it doesn't always feel that way because it can be very, very painful. And because we get, uh, you know, we're emotional beings and we take things personally. Um, but failure is, there's no such thing. And, and if you want to be successful, if you want to make a difference, if you want to help people, 
um, you're going to have to go through failure because, like, as we know, entrepreneurs or a business, a business is nothing more than providing a solution to a problem, right? Like, so a business, a good business provides a solution to a problem. But as humans, we're always trying to avoid problems because they're painful, they're challenging. But if we're always trying to avoid problems, we're never going to be able to have a business. We're never going to be able to do anything that helps anybody. Um, but the reason why I think, again, it's a mindset. My mindset was, and this is something that I was instilled in when I was a young age, um, that if you're experiencing challenges and roadblocks and things aren't going easily for you, uh, that you're doing something wrong, that you're, you know, that if you're on the right path, if you're doing the quote unquote, the right thing, it should be easy. And that's total bullshit. It's actually the opposite. <laughs> it's the opposite. But that, that belief literally almost killed me because I kept running into all these, you know, these challenges or these roadblocks or, you know, these failures, quote unquote. And I was like, man, I really took, took it personally. I'm like, man, what's wrong with me? Why, why can't I succeed? Why, you know, what am I doing wrong? Is, is God mad at me? Is like the universe mad at me? Like what, what am I doing wrong personally that I'm experiencing all these challenges? When in fact, had I known, now looking back, I wish I could go back and tell myself, like, when you see fear or failure or challenges, that's the direction to go. That's yeah. where you push into. And that's literally like a barometer. It's like a like a lighthouse where you're afraid, where you're procrastinating, where you're afraid to go do something. That is the direction to go. Because that's where the, that's where the pot of gold is. That's where you can make a difference at. Yeah. Uh, so I think that's super important to know. Um, and that's something that I learned, again, the hard way going through this journey. But um, super, super important. Dude, that's amazing. Thank you for, for bringing that point because obviously you, you, you've you lived that experience with the entire business, That right? There's so many problems yeah. that came your way and, and you just like punch through them and continue on, you know, like Ryan Holiday says, you know, the obstacle is the way. And uh, with a lot of the people that we talk to or consult or like work with, um, around content right uh it, it's a new way to market like it is scary to be in front of a camera right it's scary to like just like say what you believe in it's scary to be polarizing it's scary to like just share your message and sometimes because that passion is so much higher like people actually do it but there's such a growth trip also when you're producing your own content when you're like talking to a camera when you're talking to an audience especially if somebody hasn't done it ever right we lived it we've been in this space for five years and we didn't really start publishing ourselves you know until like last year right or like this year like massively with the show so uh, we understand how you feel and and i love that you you touch on failure is only feedback right and yeah. uh Every time that you get somebody and maybe around content like as a hater or somebody that comments back at you, that's just information that you can use as ammo. And like if you change that perspective, just like you said, right on on that, it's you're going to get so much further and you're just going to be able to like identify those wins and, and keep going. So thank you for bringing that point on. Uh, now, continuing to that story, right? Is there obviously there's plenty and uh probably like the FDA stuff. Like I would love to like dive into that. It seems like that's like a big, big wall that you encounter, right? Uh, especially a lot of businesses, regulations and stuff like that, that can be pretty challenging. So how, how was that experience? And then how do you push through to be able to now produce what you have done uh, with that amazing launch that you had? I appreciate it, man. Yeah. So, um, Hair loss, and I'm not trying to knock the FDA. This is not me attacking the FDA by any stretch of the imagination because I think 
what they were trying to do. They were trying to protect, uh, you know, the citizens from what's happening now with all these scams and all these, you know, empty promises by all these companies that are making, quote unquote, hair loss products that don't work and knowingly selling products that they know do not work. But because people are such in, a, in an emotional situation, they're willing to try anything. And I was one of those people for years. Like I, I spent, you know, thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars on products that didn't work. Um, to the point where I actually gave up hope that you could do anything to stop hair loss. Like I was like, this, there's nothing you can yeah. do. Um, but the reason why, so the FDA in July 7th, 1989, so we're talking over 30 years ago, July oh. 7th, 1989, the FDA issued what's called a, a final action rule. And they said that any product that talks about hair growth or stops hair loss or anything around that subject has to file for what's called an NDA, which is a new drug application also commonly known as FDA approval. Um, so the, the challenge and the problem with that is, on average, Tufts, which is a university that specializes in FDA legislation, they just released a study last year that showed the average cost of FDA approval is for a new drug application is $2.5 billion. Billion? $2.5 billion, with a B, right? Oh, wow. So, so, but it gets worse. <laughs> It gets, it gets worse. So think of all the companies that we use today. Um, I'm on a Mac right now. So Apple, Uber, Microsoft, Google, Facebook, like these companies that have literally changed the world, right? Like th that have pushed the human race for, or farther forward than any other of these companies. Dude, they started in dorms and garages. Yeah. Innovation initially starts at a very small level by people that are extremely passionate to solve a problem or create some type of new technology. So $2.5 billion, that just totally wipes out any innovation on yeah. a small small right like who can afford 2.5 billion dollars yeah, yeah. 2.5 million 2.5 million is it's already a talent kind of yeah multiply that by a thousand 2.5 billion yeah <laughs> so so that's that's the issue however um there are companies like big pharmaceutical companies uh that would be happily invest 2.5 billion dollars if they had the next cure for hair loss because they, the hair loss industry in the U.S. alone averages $5 billion annually. So the, wow. the market's there, the demand's there. Uh, people, they, they could get a return on that investment. However, to get a return on their investment, they would need some type of protection for their intellectual property, right? They would need a patent. And through the FDA, that's known as a patent. Well, yeah. the problem is you can only get a patent if it's a completely new drug, drug chemistry. So it can't be anything that's already been out it can't have it been studied to show any benefit in the lab. It can't have been shown promise in hair loss in the past. And it can't be anything that's natural. And wow. it cannot be a combination of any of the above. So there is literally that, that is zero. It, yeah, it's insane. It's absolutely insane. There's zero uh, dollars and there's zero research and development going into the hair loss industry. Uh, and this is why. Um I mean, guys, think if we were using the same surgical and like the same cancer treatments from 30 years ago. I mean, think if we were using the same technology, we wouldn't even be able to do this. <laughs> you know what I mean? The internet yeah, didn't. Of course. This is before the internet even existed. This is 10 years before Steve Jobs launched the first iPhone. Um, so this is the stuff that we're dealing with, um, which is just absolutely insane. Wow. So, so yeah, so. So I see it as a huge problem, but I also, there's a huge opportunity, but it's a huge challenge as well. Um, so, uh, so I consulted, we had, I hired a, um, our legal counsel was, she graduated magna cum laude from Harvard uh, and wow. she specializes in FDA law. 
And she says, John, this is a terrible idea. <laughs> <laughs> Let's continue. <laughs> this is a terrible idea, what you're trying to do here. Like wow. you're going against you're going against huge roadblocks and big, big business. Um, and I had a call with Pfizer. Actually, Pfizer reached out to me. Pfizer, one of the largest drug manufacturers in the world. Yeah. They're, they're worth billions of dollars. So Pfizer, I get a call from Pfizer. I'm just like, holy shit, dude. I got a call with Pfizer. <laughs> crazy. Uh, and they reached out to me and they're like, they were interested in our, in our topic formula and they were interested in, you know, potentially manufacturing for us. Wow. So I told them, I'm like, well, guys, you know, this is what's going on. And they're like, oh, they're like, we can't touch that because you have different, you have mixed ingredients, natural ingredients. Uh, and, and you'd have to, you know, technically be FDA approved for that topical solution. So we can't manufacture it for you. Uh, so it just goes to show like, uh, it's, it's just, it's so frustrating. It's, it's unbelievably frustrating because the current situation and the current, um, you know, the current hair loss industry is keeping people like it's an emotional thing. When you're starting to lose your hair, you feel like, dude, I felt like I was losing my masculinity. I felt like I was losing like yeah. my sex appeal. I remember being 20 years old and my 21st birthday was coming up in six months. And like everybody thinks about going out and partying and like, uh, you know, having a date Just on your 21st social, birthday. Yeah. I was afraid I'm going to be able to get a date because I'm losing my hair. Yeah. Um, yeah. So dude, it's an emotional thing, man. And, and from reaching out and talking to a lot of people and now having this community of people that can, you know, it's a private community where people can go in there and share. Um, it's incredible the emotional impact that this is happening. Um, and hair loss is hair loss is a disease. It's disease. It's a disease just like cardiovascular disease. Which, by the way, is the number one killer in the in America. Uh, kills six hundred fifty thousand people every year, uh, but it's a restriction of blood flow to the heart muscle. So, um, you know, your arteries get clogged by plaque. Your muscle that's pumping and working hard—it's a muscle. Your heart's a muscle, so it requires oxygen, oxygen and nutrients, just like the rest of our organs. Um, and it's, it doesn't get the blood flow that it needs. So that part of the muscle that has the blockage uh, that, that's not getting the blood flow—it actually dies. Same thing with the hair follicle. The hair follicle, hair follicle is getting blocked by DHT which is attaches to the hair follicle and it's and the blood flow is getting restricted so your hair gets thinner and thinner and thinner until eventually your hair follicle will actually die wow. um, but it's it's treatable it's preventable it's reversible to a great extent um, and people millions of people are struggling with this buying all this crap that's on the market that doesn't work and I'm just like dude I don't know I'm just I'm going forward no matter what. Dude, like this uh, is, I'm going forward. This is so interesting to me and so inspiring at the same time. I mean, you did mention, yeah. obviously, that that's a massive, like, undertaking just, like, to go after, you know, that industry from, like, a, a place of passion, too, and, and want to help people that, that are, like on the same situation that you are, right? And and we see a lot of entrepreneurs that, that pursue a dream and, you know, they, they're faced with challenges, obviously, day in, day out. But, you know, I would like to, like, bring this to light to our listeners and, and help them see, like, this specific example as a, as a big motivator to, like, keep going. Because, like, it was eight years that John tried this. And uh, we'll come to, like, the, the end of those eight years and what this means to you. But, like, you mentioned something on that story right here that immunity and uh, 
And I think that's a very important topic there because obviously uh, talking with content is like, okay, how do you normally what we, we connect content with profit? How do we, how do we make that connection? Right. And that's, that's what this show is all about. And, and a lot of people are like, okay, I'm building a community through content, building these relationships so I can provide a solution to them. Right. And that solution obviously has a value and has a prize and we can go into this big time, but community is always a big part of it because if people don't trust you, you you don't create those point, quality points of contact with them you're never going to be able to help them because they don't trust you so can you can you talk a little bit more about that community that that you've built and and how does it like what role does it play um in your business and and even personally right yeah man it's super humbling to see um and it speaks to the power of content um and for your listeners like you said uh, it is at the end of the day it's about solving a problem um but people truly don't care uh, what you have to say unless they know how much you care, right? They don't care what you know unless they believe that you actually care and that you're really providing a solution for them. Um, so first and foremost, I think it's important. Um, you know, I think everybody wants to start a business. You know, I see a lot of people in the space that they're so passionate. They're, they want to, you know, create a business. They want to make money. They want to be an entrepreneur, but they don't have a solution to a problem per se. Um, and I think it's, you know, first and foremost, like everybody has something of value. Everybody has gone through challenges and problems. Um, and, and through the, you know, through content, being able to communicate what your story has been um, and letting people really see behind the curtain. And it's like, it's a really unique situation for me because like, so we have this group, Parallel Secrets, it's a private Facebook group that, you know, we, I think we have now like 400 Four hundred and some members. Yeah, you all wondered. We uh, we checked like right before the show, and I thought it was amazing. Dude, it's crazy. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. It's insane, but it is the most passion. It, it blows my mind, dude. Like I, I'm in this group, and I'm seeing these people comment, and I'm seeing how passionate they are about this, and I'm just like, how in the world did this happen? Um, and I'm like, especially in the hair loss industry, where everybody has their guard up, um, and everybody is so wary of scams and people that are, you know, dishonest and taking advantage of them. And I think it's because I'm really just trying to be very transparent. I'm like very, I'm, I'm intentionally trying to be very, very transparent. Just like I'm having a conversation with you guys. Yeah. Um, and just having a conversation. I mean, that's all it really is. You're just having an, an open and honest conversation, answering questions, um, and trying to provide value and helping people. Um, and so, and that is done through content. I mean, it's done through, and there's a, you know, there's a lot of different ways, obviously, to to create content or, or where that content lives. Um, but I think it is, it's the foundation because that's how you establish a relationship. Um, and I'm really trying to work on creating more content, and um, rather than just, you know, paid ads. I don't know, any, you know, I don't know how to run Facebook ads, and I'm, I, I had to make a decision: do I want to try to learn Facebook ads, or I want to hire somebody to do that, or do I want to? Yeah. My goal is to to create a YouTube channel to where I can really engage and really like talk honestly and effectively to the audience so they can see my face and see like yeah. what's going on. Amazing. Um, and I decided to go YouTube. I, I decided to go, you know, create more organic content because I think that people will have a better experience. I think they'll be able to get more value, but I think they'll be able to connect with me better and, and more, um, more genuinely through content because um, I mean, because that's exactly what it is. I'm providing value. I'm trying to just be honest to them. Um, so yeah, man, uh, pretty crazy. 
Yeah, dude, dude, I think that's fantastic. I love what you said, you know, like they don't really care until they see how much you care. And throughout this conversation that we had, I'm like, my thought is like, dude, this guy is so freaking passionate about this. Like you, you can feel it, dude. I can feel the energy through the screen. And I can only imagine all these people in this group, I'm sure they feel the same way, right? And when you through your content show them that it's just an awesome way to connect so i think you're going the right way with you know deciding to create your content youtube especially because there must be so many people searching right that that they're lost they don't know what what solution is out there and then when they find you they can relate with the story they are going to connect with your passion and they're going to be like you know what i'm going to give this guy a chance yeah you know what's interesting and just just came to my while you were saying that um, my vehicle has been hair loss, right? Like that was the problem that I went through and that I overcame. But I think as humans, I'm passionate about it because I think it's my opportunity to serve. Um, and I got into this and I got into it because I wanted to make money. And do money is great. I think everybody should make as much money as you possibly can because money is nothing more than a transfer of value. Um, and, dude, money buys experience experiences that buys food it buys clothing it can help people like dude money is awesome and i had a really perverted twisted mindset about money as well growing up that money was bad um and it's like no it's not bad it's how you use it but money is great money's a blessing money is good um but i think as humans we're having this, this human experience i think what we're here for going through this journey and yes like dude i need to i need to be able to buy groceries and i need to pay for, you know, for bills and things, but the real value, the real, the real, um, sense of fulfillment and joy that I have experienced, it's really, the truth is it's really serving and helping people. And it doesn't just because my vehicle is hair loss. I think we're all, we all share that. I see how passionate you guys are creating the content that you guys are doing, but it's really serving and it's trying to help people. So like we all have this innate desire and I think oftentimes we don't really know what that is, but we have this like hole that we're <laughs> yeah. trying to fill. And I think the solution to that hole is actually trying to help people. Um, and that's why, Absolutely. yeah, I, I think that's why, you know, being an entrepreneur or having your own business or it, you don't have to have your own business. But I think, you know, most people are passionate and fired up about that because they feel like they have the opportunity to actually serve and help people. Um, so, yeah, man. Um, I love yeah. it. I feel like entrepreneurship is a, you know, it's like a, a dark hole because once you start, you get into it and you start, you know, actually helping others. It's, is that, I, I agree 100%. You, you get that feeling. feeling like, whoa, what did just happen? Like that person feels good because like I was able to help them. And in exchange, now I feel really good about it. Right. And honestly, like not long ago, I think it was in one of Josh 40 podcasts. He interviewed this guy named Phil Jones and Josh asked him, like, you know, like, how do you find your purpose? And he said, I don't think it's a matter of asking what is my purpose, but I think people should be asking uh, themselves, who am I for, right? And I think that's what you found throughout your journey. You found that you wanted to help these people. And then, again, through your, your passion and your hard work, I mean, eight years of rejections, you know, uh, you brought all these people and this community together to finally help them. And I think, I mean, based on the post that I read the other day, you know, which uh, hopefully we can link somewhere below for, so people can read it. You can tell, you know, that those eight years were really, really difficult, but the value of giving and helping others 
yeah. was way bigger than that. Um, the, that message was just so clearly transmitted in that post yeah. out. I was like, man, I, I want to cry here when I was reading it. It was awesome. I love it. Yeah, well, I was tearing up. I was tearing up right there, man, to be honest with you. And yeah. it, it, it's so awesome that you were able to kind of put that out and be vulnerable. That's another of the big topics that, that we've shared in the show yeah. with a lot of people, right? Uh, last week too, or this week with like Nate and Marley, that was a big topic where we talk, okay, it's, it's not easy, right? To be vulnerable. But at the same time, look at the support that you got like right like as soon as you started being you and be like hey this is the thing that i want to share with the world you attracted all those people and i think uh that's one of the biggest fears when it comes to creating content in any form or shape is like i'm probably gonna be rejected and we had that same fear and we went over in a couple episodes i want to recap real quick before we actually get to like the i guess the end of these eight years with this like massive success that you had over like 24 hours and counting but you shared like the data of those 24 hours but you know you talked about developing a a belief system you know failures as feedback which i thought it was amazing Uh, as humans you know we're always trying to avoid problems so how can we set our minds to actually go in and uh, and and face those problems, right? Uh, I, we always connecting the content with the, with the profit that means money too. And I love what you said about money is a transfer of value, right? Like if you yeah. have something, a solution for that one person, it's not about convincing them to purchase. It's about helping them. It's about serving, and that's what you're doing with your own community, which is amazing. Um, and then the whole that 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 we all dive in which is like okay we now understand this we're helping everybody out and then what Fonzie kind of mentioned you know who am I for so I think you like got all those bases and and we thank you for sharing those stories and your experience and then yeah. I want to kind of end it with like uh, obviously what caught our attention is like we, we've seen you work so hard and, and the fact that in 24 hours I think you saw almost 30 grand in the, in like that one day which was like I bet it was such a big relief. And for many people out there, maybe some listeners or, you know, maybe internet markets, just, that's just like the drop, a little drop in the pond. But that's an amazing undertaking. That's more money than people can make in a year in some in some cases. And the best part of all is that you are helping so many other people with your solution, with like the thing that you created. How does that feel? Bro. I can't even tell you, man, how good it felt that day. Uh, it felt good, and it felt like, dude, it felt like I, I took a breath of oxygen or just a, like I breathed for the first time in eight years because, wow. like, dude, it felt like it was validation that I'm not a crazy person, that I was, like, because, dude, I, you start to wonder after all these challenges and all these issues and all these, like, delays and roadblocks, like, man, is this ever going to happen? You know, like what, am, you know, what the hell am I doing with my life? I used to be successful. Um, I used to, you know, make money. And now it's like, I had this idea. Um, and I'm like, I'm a, I'm crazy. I'm a, a crazy person. Um, so the fact that that came through, I was just like, dude, pursuit. Have you guys seen the movie pursuit of happiness? Yep. Big time with Will Smith. Yep. When he walks, when he walks down the stairs after he gets the job, that's what it felt like, bro. Like, Wow. That's exactly the feelings that I had. And we're just getting started, man. Like we got a long way to go. And by no means do I want your listeners to feel to think that I like or to feel like I think that I have it all figured out because dude, I'm right in it with all you guys doing the same thing. I mean it's uh, that's the other thing. I, I think, you know, I used to think you get to this destination and then it's like everything's easy from then on out. And I I think it's about continuously um growth and challenges and it doesn't get um 
I mean, like you, we still got a long way to go. I, I have a lot to learn, um, and I'm and I'm just trying to serve the best to the best of my ability. Um, and I believe the rest, you know, will take care of itself. But uh, it's a constant journey, but it's a it's a rewarding journey, and it's worth it. Love it. Yeah, dude. Thank you for those words. I'm sure uh, our listeners are gonna find that super valuable. And thank you for being super humble and not only that, but like vulnerable sharing all this information and your and your stories because again I, i think that's if if i want someone to take something of this it, and I like how relentless you were all these years of failure you know setbacks after setback after setback you still kept trying found who you want to serve you know how you want to make an impact here and you didn't quit and it finally is giving results And honestly, like this last like this last part that you, you were talking, like I can feel it again. You know, I can feel that energy and that vulnerability <laughs> and how grateful yeah. you are for those eight, eight years of setbacks and everything that happened to you because like it made you who you are right now. Well, dude, even you know, it would be nice to say that I like I said that I just had this incredible strength to go through this, but dude, we all lose faith. We're all gonna lose faith in ourselves, we're all gonna lose hope, we're all gonna doubt ourselves and even when you lose hope that's you just got to keep going and it's like if you're in that situation now that you're like you know i don't know what i'm gonna do i can't do this i'm not smart enough there's something wrong with me i have you know whatever it's like i had every excuse and every challenge that that like you can really a lot of challenges um and i used to hold those as as like personal i used to carry those around that there was something wrong with me that i could not that that i was not Um, qualified to be successful. Um, and those are all just false beliefs. They're not true. They're lies. But if you believe them, um, they will they will destroy your success. And it's like when you are struggling and when you don't think that you're worthy or that you could do it, you will have those you will have those beliefs. Yeah. So it's like when you have those beliefs, when you or when you have those thoughts, because um, they will come. You will get to the point where you want to give up and where you lose hope and you don't think that you're worthy and you don't think that you're smart enough. Um, you have to go through, you just have to keep pushing even when you don't believe in yourself. Um, and eventually you will. Um, so yeah, man, I'm super humbled by you guys, super thankful to you guys. And, uh, I love what you guys are doing, man. I think you guys are really making a big impact. <laughs> Thank you, man. Hey. We appreciate those words. And, uh, hey. just to kind of like wrap this up it, with the bow, because he had, it was an amazing conversation. He made, time, yeah. time flies. We, we try to keep it in 30 minutes and we're like, oh my God, let's just keep going. Um, so, but <laughs> I want to, I want to ask you like one last question, obviously, uh, it summarizes eight years, right? It's not easy, but like, what's like maybe like one or two action points. Um, and obviously we talk content and we talk that and it doesn't have to be related that way because like, as you start creating content, there's going to be like a mind trip that you're going to go through. And I think <laughs> like today we talked a lot, a lot about that mindset, uh, that it's like being an entrepreneur and a content creator. Right. So what are maybe like one thing or two things that you can give the audience? They're like, Hey, if like, just do this, right. It's going to work. Right. Have faith. Like what, what's that one thing? As far as tactically or as far as like, uh like emotional like well we, we like were talking a lot about that, mindset which is a big part of on, on the content creation right like something that yeah. is really close to you that really helped you what would you like what's do you want to share with the audience dude i think it's what i said earlier is when you are experiencing challenges and struggles and difficulties and failures and uh you feel like everything is is like stacked against you 
like that is that that's a good thing. Uh, it's actually a, it's a good thing because that is what's shaping you. It's what's refining you. It's actually what's steering you in the right direction. So rather than trying to turn around and go in a different direction because you hit a roadblock, um, I think it's really um, you know allowing those things to shape you and to keep continue to persevere because you will need perseverance. We all need perseverance in everything that we do, but we have to believe that. Uh, when we experience perseverance, that it's a gift and it's a good thing. And it's actually, it's a requirement for success. Um, so, and dude, I got a lot of it. Like, it's easy for me to say these things, but I'm also trying to live them out as well. So it's like, guys, I get it. It's not easy. Uh, but, and I'm in the struggle. I'm in the battle with you guys as well. <laughs> but, but I think it's important to have that foundational belief that, that all these things are working for our good, that things happen to us, to, for us, not to us. Um, and that the journey at the end of the day is going to be worth it. Awesome. Awesome. How can, uh, how can the audience connect with you, John? Where can we find you? If we have people in the audience that inter that's interesting in what you do on your product and your community, how can they find you? Yeah, man. Um, I think the best thing, if, if anybody is struggling with hair loss and is like, dude, what the hell is this guy talking about? The best place to go is it's hairlosssecrets.com. Just like it sounds, hairlosssecrets.com. And it's a free book that you can download that kind of walks through my journey what's causing your hair loss um, and basically how to restore it and, and everything like that. So um, yeah, guys, um, I appreciate, I really appreciate you all having me on the show. Awesome. Fonzie, any, any last yeah, words? No, thank you so much for coming. <laughs> no, I mean, um, I'm humbled that you, you know, grace us with your presence in and your stories. <laughs> it's my honor. It was it's my honor. Man. It was fantastic. And I mean, I'm sure we'll, we'll see each other again at a yeah. live event and we'll hang out. So I look forward to it, guys. I really look forward to it. Awesome. With that, John, we are going to say goodbye. Do not, do not unplug because we have a few words for you after this. But thank you guys so much for being on the show. Please do not forget to subscribe. Hit that subscribe button. Smash it. And make sure That's to connect right. with us, continuousprofit.com. Don't forget to visit John at hairlosssecrets.com. And uh, if you are in social media watching us live, at Brosco on Instagram and Facebook. So thank you so much, guys, and we'll see you on the next.